from the F3 Nation podcast studios. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. I'm Sean McKinley, 40 Denali. Denali. Oh, yeah. Scott Gordon. Package. Package. Trip Trip plan. 30. Bogey. Bogey. 46. Turnpike. 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 COT Podcast starts right now. Shut up. Dude, the blood is pumping, man. Blood is pumping. Oh, man, I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. Excited to be right here, right now. Right here. Right now. Right, right now. What is up, everybody? Your boy Hello Kitty checking in for another Circle of Trust podcast, my brother across the digital divide. None other than Jamie Roseboro. Middle name's Vance. We officially refer to him as Rapido in the F3 Gloom. What's up, dude? Hey, brother. How are you, man? I'm doing Happy great. Tuesday. Doing great. I'm doing great. The sun is shining. It's a beautiful Tuesday. Had an awesome workout this morning. Watched nothing but footage and clips and pictures and videos of the boys in Alamo just getting after it from Grow Ruck. We got how excited a, are you? A bevy of calls to get to today. I mean, we're busting at the seams with content from the packs. And so just just happy man, excited, all those good feelings. Yeah, I know those boys in the Alamo, San Antonio, walking along the river walk with a bunch of red headlights on, headlamps on. I was like, ooh, making me all the feels of jealousy and excitement, yeah. anticipation with coming yeah. up for uh, GR22 Myrtle Beach into the month. We are officially into it, man. Three girl rucks in the span of five weeks. And those boys in Texas look like they're dialed in. We're going to check in with them here in a matter of mere moments. Uh, had the mm. queue this morning for the fellows at one of our Tuesday morning workouts known as flirting with disaster and uh that was super fun we did a dora one one two two three three you ever done what that before? That? so the 100 merkins then 100 rock curls then okay. 200 squats 200 tricep rock presses then 300 lbc's 300 rock rows partner work with a little bit of a run uh around the pickle so we did the one one two two three three it should be swiffering the f3 nation soon that dora one one two two three three just came up with it this morning. Swiffering, well, that is the AO at the bottom of all the hills. I, I love uh, that AO, man. I love that one. AO. It's not. Did you a, make it over to the a, bridge or no? You stayed local by we, the car. No, we stayed in the park, but you know, as I'm gearing up for this grow ruck, mm. went out for a little pre ruck, and then I was getting ready to cue the workout. I was like, I'm gonna put the 20 pound vest on and cue the workout with the vest on, just to keep you know a little something mm -hmm. extra on your boy to keep accelerating as we prepare for this grow ruck and uh, look out and build a bear. You know, we're sort of giggling beforehand. Well, I guess that means we're not going to run any Hills. And we had about 12 minutes left after the door one, one, two, two, three, three. And I sent their asses up the street and up the Hill and I yeah, went it with that vest on. And that's how we wrapped it up. So we got one good long Hill in us. That's awesome. Yeah. We, and you and I, and a few others, we did Saturday morning, mm -hmm. long, longer ruck, uh, yeah, two and a half hours, two and a half hours. We got in what? Nine miles. Yep. And, um, then tomorrow morning, I've called a uh, ruck and sandbag PT session. Excited. We're going to throw some bags. We're going to do some. some yeah, stuff. Got we're 50, pounds, 50 pounds in the ruck right now, brother. 
I got 40 in mine, plus it had a full bladder of water. So, you know, 46 or whatever that ends up being. Uh, so not bad. I put that 20 pound vest on today and listen, I mean, look, I'm an athlete, right? I'm a trained physically fit premier athlete. Been at this for a while. So but that 20 pounds was kind of nice. <laughs> a little weight vest Felt like you had wings nice. on. <laughs> it was pretty nice. That. Yeah. So, check your gear, recheck your gear. Two yes, is one, sir. one is none. All those fun things. Yes, sir. Getting excited though, man. So let's get right into it and let's check in with the guys in San Antonio as we're talking about Grow Rucks and you guys are listening to this F3 Nation podcast. We're here to let you know about some news happening around the nation and also just tell you about all the great stuff the guys are doing. And a big part of that is this push here over the next month and a half with three grow rucks again in the span of five weeks and it kicked off this weekend in texas we remember the alamo and we've got a pair of calls from the gobblerist one himself and i want you to notice the change in his tone between these two calls one pre-event one post-event so let's go to the lone star state and check in with the fellas talking about grow ruck san antonio Hey, what's up, fellow Kitty Rapido? This is Gobbler. And this week I am in San Antonio for Grow Ruck 20. That is Grow Ruck Alamo. I know y'all been hearing about it, and here it is. It is 0642 in the morning. We had the rally last night. Record setting. Yeah, that's Dark Helmet. I, I, I don't know what's going on here. Spallers <laughs> in the back seat actually do work. That's about normal for around here. We're getting, Record setting. Getting ready to knock out the King Builder. Uh, we've got guys from all over the region. Uh, coming in this morning, I'm expecting for the King Builder north of 150 guys. There will be 200 men here this morning. <laughs> it will be record setting. The thing is, he didn't have any coffee this morning, so I don't know what's going on. But <laughs> and slaughter just as quiet. So we're gonna get ready, go out here and knock it out, start the ruck in less than 12 hours. Aye. <laughs> All right, guys. This is Gobbler. Oh, a dark helmet. And slaughter. And we got to go. All right, so energy's high, right? Very, very high levels of energy. Lots of jovialness. 15 minutes before the King Builder Saturday morning. If you guys aren't aware of the schedule, Friday night rally, hangout, second F. Saturday morning, basically convergence-style workout. Then you go into grow school. Then you get a little break, and then you get after it for however long you got to get after it for the mm-hmm. rucking portion of the event. But they're at high energy, 645, 15 minutes before the King Builder. Well, here's Gobbler checking in post shenanigans hey hello kitty rapido this is gobbler <laughs> calling with a post grow luck alamo report the numbers are in we ended up only having about 113 step off for the ruck we had a bunch of guys uh, drop at the last minute for just some uh, health concerns we had 105 finish we had, we had several drops due to the heat we had a heat starting heat over 85 uh, and stayed above 60 the whole night I personally drank somewhere between three and a half to four gallons of water, uh, and most of the other guys did as well. Covered around 15 miles, and all but one and a half was carrying some type of item. Um, I think five of it was a telephone pole. So I don't, who knows what the numbers are. Bottom line was, it was a hell of a weekend, and special shout out to Spur and Tuba for, and Paperboy for putting a lot of the hard work together on the ground. Um, thanks a lot to the guys from Houston that brought well over 60 guys. This is Gobbler. I'm out. Your jaw dropped there for a moment, friend. What did you hear that, that caught your attention? Um, 
Well, one they they were pushing what what one forty at pre at registration yeah. pre event, yeah. and then yeah. only one thirteen stepped off for a myriad of reasons. I'm assuming with like he said, health related, maybe yeah. some COVID issues or other concerns. There's and that's always a dip in numbers. There, I've seen that since I've been involved uh, for the last year plus with Grow Rucks specifically. That's usually a there's a degradation, as some might say, in the numbers mm-hmm. of of actual uh, StartX. Um, Temps are high, yeah, eighty-five plus at six o'clock in the evening. That is that is warm. Uh, it's not the warmest it'll be for some of these this year, but that's that is warm. Mm-hmm. Losing Especially eight guys for this time of year too. One thirteen to one of what do you say? One hundred five finished or one hundred seven yeah. finished? Yeah, one hundred five. Yeah, losing eight is tough. That's a that's that's a tough number to deal with. But I mean, the heat the heat will get you, and yep. the way these things have been going, that. 15 plus miles is, 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 it's a, it's a good amount of miles, right? But it's not mm-hmm. record setting miles. There's lots of events that go a lot longer or a lot more miles in the same amount of time. So what it that sounded means it is from some things, we, yeah, from what we heard is they, that means that they were getting and getting after it. <laughs> right. That's, that's a lot of PT. That's a lot of. The one thing I heard through the rumor mill was PT was a hundred burpees, run a mile, 50 burpees, run a half mile, slaughter the victor. As is per usual, apparently. Oh, for mid for mid event PT. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. the talk. Yep. That was the talk. That's not bad. Good on you. Not bad at all. Yeah. Good, so good work, good man. On. Appreciate you, Gobble, for checking in. The guys, I man, can't on the wait for South Carolina. You're starting to get that. You're starting to get that tingle in your dingle. Uh, the guys. In, well, it's uh, always there. Never right. Mind. The guys what? in San Antonio, man, just stepped up and just a huge T clap to the all of the guys in Texas and man, guys from Albuquerque. I mean, these guys traveled from all over, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, where some of these Dallas guys, in a couple, right? Dallas had a couple. Had a couple, and uh, but just love to see that we're up and running, man, and we're up and running here for 2021, and Grow Rucks are uh, are kicking it off now. Yeah, t- real, to- like you said, just want to iterate the T claps to the the local region. There, it is a yeoman's work to get this yep. thing planned and executed and delivered, and all the all the the sag wagon and all the support and all the events throughout the weekend and getting the space to have to hold the events. It's, yep. it's not an easy lift, but it is a region altering event. It is a disruption and it will accelerate their region. And I can't wait for we're, future ones as well. We're staring down two weeks until we rolled ours. We got this weekend coming up another full weekend after that. And then we'll be there. So I guess technically three weeks, but we got two more weekends free before we roll down to Myrtle beach and get after with the men of grand strand, excited to see them. And, rally around that but not to be outdone coming up in a month are the boys in the sun coast and we've got a pair of calls from the guys down in florida feeling the heat so we got bing and chili pepper we're going to roll them back to back checking in talking grow rucks in the sun coast kitty rapido it's your boy bing down here southwest florida and the sun coast taking off the expansion hat just for this one minute voicemail and putting on my rucking hat which, by the way, I love my new Grow Ruck hat. But at the end of the day, I'm here to challenge you guys. So we're hearing all this talk about South Carolina's Grow Ruck, San Antonio's Grow Ruck, all great information. But one thing that's not being talked about is this little region down here in the Sun Coast that has transformed beautifully, has adopted the rucking culture, and is accelerating like a region I've never been a part of before. So I really encourage the packs when you're looking at the calendar, look hard at May 14th to the 16th, get down here, sign up for some Florida grow ruck. You know, we're hearing about some concerns about alligators. We're hearing about concerns of heat, humidity. Boys, what doesn't make you stronger is, uh, is, is getting under the log, 
with your brothers from the Sun Coast, man. We are looking forward to hosting a number of you guys, and we're looking forward to growing this rucking culture down here in Florida like it's never been done before. So get your butt signed up for May 14th to the 16th, and come on down and join us. From here, Bing is out. Hey, brothers of S3 Nation, this is S3 Suncoast Chili Pepper and Sir Wallace here. We are here Saturday morning. We got here at 4, almost 5, did a beat down, the rough beat down with seven hymns from the uh, Clearwater area to kind of promote and get ready for uh, F3 Suncoast yeah. Pro Rock on uh, May 14th, 15th, and 16th. Woo! So any brothers out there that want a real challenge, come down to the Suncoast for a great beatdown, a great go rock, and a great bonding experience. And maybe we get to wrestle with a few gators. Yeah, come get it, man. You don't want to miss it. So this is my first year doing it. This is Sir Wallace. And, man, just training with these guys, you know, you put an extra weight on your back. You, you, while you're, you're, you're shoveling around these extra sandbags and you're talking, you're growing through it. It's a new experience. It's hard to explain it, but it's a new level of kind of fraternity you get in this brotherhood and really kind of, you, you, you sweat and through determination, you kind of break through your plateaus, you overcome things you, um, you thought were limits for yourself, and uh, you set new goals, and uh, you find out more about yourself than you thought possible. So I definitely want to encourage you to speak of my own experience. Uh, this, you want to come down. You want to sign up for Grow Rook. Be a part of this. This is bragging rights for a lifetime. All right, brothers. So, again, invitation is wide open for the S3 Suncoast uh, Grow Rock experience. Uh, Chili Pepper and Sir Wallace out. They're fired up down there, bud. I like it. They're fired up. And we don't mean to overshadow anything no, relative listen, listen, to the F3 the, let, Sun Coast. Let the Sun Coast boys, if they need to have a little chip on their shoulder to get them motivated, to get under some weight, to get ready for this thing, yeah. then they, they got to play head games with, them, with themselves. All right? I get yep. it. I was actually chatting with Bing earlier today on the Nation Slack about he informed me we were trying to find some other viable rucksack options for some of the guys down there who are trying yep. to get under a ruck quickly. But goat ruck is light on supply in the in the rucker, at least on the the twenty liter and the twenty five liter. Some of the stuff is available in the crazy camo they've got now, but everything mm. else is sold out through mid May. So we were doing that and talking weight plates and other things. So not bad, not bad after. at all. All right, listen, man, we got a lot more to get to. Why don't we take a quick break? We'll do a health tip from Bones. He's talking about the power of the plank, and then we got a ton more to get through. So let's check in with Bones real quick, and we'll talk about planking it up. Hello, COT Podcast. It's another great day for wellness. This is Bones with a health tip for the packs of F3 Nation. One of the greatest honors that a PAX can have is an opportunity to cue a workout. It is a special time where they can display their creativity, leadership skills, and just how far they're willing to challenge the PAX. Many cues spend time planning out the beatdown by scouring through the Exacon to put together the best possible test of endurance, strength, and stamina. 
Absolutions, Murder Bunnies, and Mike Tysons are all possible soul crushers that are sure to stimulate mumble chatter and threaten dissension. Challenging the packs and providing unbelievable benefits, however, doesn't have to involve complex or difficult exercises. In fact, one of the most powerful exercises that you could do requires no movement at all. I'm referring to the plank. That's right, the default waiting on the sixth position is actually one of the most beneficial exercises that one could do. The plank is simple, but not easy. When you're in the plank position, every fiber of your being is resisting the pull of gravity. You must engage and tighten every inch of musculature in your body to resist collapse and maintain coherence throughout the line your body forms. In addition to your abs and erector spinae, you must also contract your glutes, deltoids, thighs, calves, latissimus dorsi, and chest muscles to keep your body in that plank position. The key is proper technique. Planks can be performed either on your hands or on your elbows. Just make sure they are directly under your shoulders. Squeeze your glutes. A good cue is imagining you're pinching a quarter between your butt cheeks. Really engage those glutes because they support the entire posterior chain and keep your hips from dropping. Look at the ground to keep your head in line with the rest of your body and promote a neutral spine and head position. Tuck your pelvis. Instead of arching the back, do a slight pelvic tuck to really engage your abs. The pelvic tuck also allows you to use your quads and push against the ground with your feet. The plank is supposed to activate every muscle in the body, not just the posterior, and the pelvic tuck promotes this. Push hard against the ground with your hands and forearms, like you're trying to push the ground away from you to protect your shoulder blades. This activates the serratus anterior, an often neglected muscle group. Common mistakes include arching the back, putting too much weight on your arms, and not having your elbows or hands directly under your shoulders. When done properly, however, the plank is a great full body exercise and a great way to combat chronic low back pain. So Pax, next time you have the opportunity to cue, don't overlook this simple yet powerful exercise. Instead of five minutes of Mary, challenge the packs with a five minute plank hold. Kitty and Repito, which one of you boys can hold the plank the longest? Keep up the great work, men. This has been Bones guiding the packs of F3 Nation on their hunt for wellness. Gotta go. My guy's over there shaking his head like he doesn't even want to try to find out. No. We did, so I started part of that. Uh, Thank you, Bones, by the way. Yes, sir. Very As good. A lot, of, a lot of technical medical terms in there. Muscles mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Posterior. Um, we started that. Or I, I started on uh, Prodigal's core challenge last yeah. month in March. Yeah. And yeah. He's a, I got like six or seven days he's in before a fell, off the, yeah. he's a fell off the radar. But part of the baseline test is sort of your, your max plank. And I was not good. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I got to tell you something, man. You see, you're, you're saying that, but like I know – if you would have tried to do some of these things three years ago, the vast difference in core strength and ability to do these things and move your body in a way that you couldn't even when yeah. we got started on this thing four years ago. Mm-hmm. And so we joke around a little bit about that sounds terrible. That sounds super hard, but like the, even the way that we're able to do these things, take bones recommendations, fold them in. That wasn't happening. April right. 2017, dude. You know what the world record for planking is? It's got to be something insane, right? Like eight hours or something nuts? Exactly. So last year it was set by a 
62-year-old Marine in Chicago, yeah. eight hours, 15 minutes, and 15 that's seconds. That is, that's, that's insane, dude. And that's when he finally, I guess, like had a knee drop at that 8, 15, 15 mark, he banged out 75 push-ups just <laughs> to finish the event. That's amazing. I love it. Could he go on his elbows? Could he could he go into what we'd call chill cut position in the F3 world? Yeah, so his was chill cut. Okay. The whole his thing whole, was chill. the whole thing was chill cut, I Good guess. Lordy. At least the footage I saw. I don't know if he was up on hands like Merkin position, ready I position. I don't even down. want to work in the office for eight hours, let alone <laughs> pull a plank. Uh, you know, probably. as as much pain as there would be in yes. your your back, in your your all, all areas of your back, but your core, right? All the way down to like, you know, your lower, lower abdomen and, and groin and stuff. I can't imagine what that feels like on the toes. That's bent. Be, yeah, it's all brutal. It's all brutal. All right, we're going to, we're going to go down too many rabbit holes if we're not careful. And we got so news of the nation from the packs to get to. Let's take a quick pause for a tap. We'll come back and we've got T claps and other updates to give out, but we got to give a tap to our brother F3 Stickler out of F3 Houston. And mm -hmm. while we know he's not probably a big F3 guy down in the area, given his workload and commitments to our great nation, Representative Dan Crenshaw out of Houston, Texas, but goes by the F3 nickname of Stickler as he's posted with those guys before. Uh, Congressman Crenshaw lost an eye in service to our country, Navy SEAL, lost one eye, and the news last week was he was having some vision issues in that one good eye and had to have some emergency surgery on it. And the long and short of all of it and what we're asking for prayers for our brother is he's essentially going to be without sight for the next month while they see uh, how this thing progresses and goes from there. So want to offer up just our prayers uh, for Dan, uh, well, first of all, obviously, we always thank him for his service to our country. We thank him for the things he's done. We thank him for the things he's continuing to do. But let's offer up a tap for F3 Stickler, Congressman Crenshaw, having had to undergo that eye surgery last week for sure. Yeah, he he has said a lot, too, in, in the book, you know, his book that we've read. Um he had like half of a good eye left after mm -hmm. the IED that took his his sight in his other eye. And then all this surgeries and procedures and everything he went through to get sight in the current eye. And with, like you said, with, with what's going on now and what they're having to do to try to reattach a retina, I believe mm -hmm. they put a gas bubble in your eye and you have to lay face down essentially all the time for weeks on end yep. blindfolded. Um, so yeah. He, ta he talks about that. So the book is Fortitude. And mm -hmm. uh, regardless of your political persuasions, I recommend you check it out because there's just a lot of good talk in there about grit and toughness and his service to yep. our country. And, and part of that, he recounts sort of that hell on earth of having to kind of lay like that and you can't do anything and brutal. So anyways, we sent thoughts and prayers, of course, to the Crenshaw family, uh, to F3 Stickler. And, and uh, we love you, brother, and hope for nothing but the best on the other side of that. All right, let's give out some tea claps, my friend. And we're going to go, we got, I'm telling you, man, we got the, the voicemail machine was full. It was full. Uh, I had, it I, should be full more. every week. We got to buy more. Guys, it's been, they be, guys have been good the past couple of weeks. It should be full every week. Up. All right, we got to check in with Boomerang in Cleveland. He's talking about a special May challenge that they're doing. So let's head to Cleveland Rocks. Here comes Boomerang. Hey, hello, Kitty, Rapido, and all of F3 Nation. This is Boomerang from F3 Cleveland calling in to officially announce this year's May Challenge. This challenge was developed last year to provide a way for men to continue to work out in small groups and hold each other accountable while AO numbers were capped by COVID protocol. It is a team competition with scoring for Merkins, new this year, pull-ups, and miles. Running, rucking, and cycling. 
This provides for a wide range of participation by the PACs. Last year, we were introduced to Cheat Sheet in Nashville, who was absolutely killing it with the Merkins. The men of uh, Grand Strand posting heavy cycling numbers with their AO Salty Gears, and of course, the legend of F3 Suncoast's Lancelot, putting up 13-mile pre-run workouts multiple times per week. Due to injury, the defending champs from F3 Cleveland's Nevada Foxtrot Bravo, who won by the narrowest of margins last year, will not be able to complete. So this means the field is wide open. We increased the teams from three to four to help get more packs involved. So grab your shield lock together and create a team or create a team of four packs together and sign up. Look for the link on April 15th under F3 Boomerang on the Slack Mumble Channel, Mumble Chatter Channel. That just rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> Last year, we had about 130 packs and 40 plus teams. Our goal is to have more than 75 teams, which will be more than 300-plus packs. So F3 Nation, who will step up and flex their must CLE this May? Kitty and Rapido, this is Boomerang, and I got to go. I got to tell you, Rang, Rang had a nice, was a nice, welly orchestrated welly. <laughs> Welly, what's that mean? That was a nice welly orchestrated. Welly, welly oh, tally, tally ho, welly ho. Yeah, no, that was great. Heck yeah. There's a professional out there in old Cleveland rocks. I like it. Speaking of fitness challenges going on, did you happen to see what the men of St. Louis were up to this weekend while the Alamo guys were down there taking a walk overnight? Did you see what the men of St. Louis were up to? Well, I did. And then I saw the gloomiest of gloomy pictures of a bunch of hymns locked arms making their way through, I guess, a final workout after, I don't know, they had done like 70 in a row or something. Yeah. So we've seen this happen around the nation, I think at least a few times. I know the Naperville guys have done it. I know we've seen it a couple of times, this 24 hour beatdown. Essentially for 24 hours, somebody's going to be hosting a workout somewhere in their Mm -hmm. region. And the raw numbers look like this over 24 hours. Total posts for all beatdowns, 672. They averaged 28 packs per beatdown. They had, uh, I mean, the lowest amount of packs for one of the beatdowns was 13. They had 10 FNGs. They had all these guys basically doing a big part of this. And then they had a group of these guys who did it for all 24 straight hours. Which That's is just absolutely nuts. And there's a great picture, you're right, where the guys are sort of locking arms, mm-hmm. I think doing a lunge walk towards the end of their last round here. But my man Rhonda called in for an update. Now, I will give a precursor. we got to give Rhonda some crap. <laughs> we love the fact that he called in. He's not exactly calling the guy he thought he was calling. It'll make sense when you hear his update. So we'll take it. We'll be happy to feel this one. Hell, we're happy to run it on our show. And uh, we're thankful for him nonetheless. So let's go to Rhonda in St. Louis. Casey's fan, this is uh, Rhonda <laughs> calling from uh, F3 St. Louis. I wanted to give some regional tea claps to my boys here in St. Louis. We just completed uh, an exhausting 24-hour beatdown event. Um, the idea initially was to drive awareness for Grow Rucks to raise funds um, and scholarships, uh, funds for individuals who may not be able to afford Grow Rucks. Um, having been to two, um, I know the impact Grow Ruck can have in a man's life, and I want that for other men. Um, but never did we imagine we would have the outpouring and the response to this 24-hour event that, that we did. Um, to keep it short, 
uh, we had a total of 120 different individual packs posting. Um, we averaged 28 packs per beatdown, so from 6 p.m. Friday to 6 p.m. on Saturday. Seven of us did seven beatdown, or I'm sorry, seven of us did all 24 beatdowns, um, and uh, at least 42 did five plus. But above all else, I saw brothers standing shoulder to shoulder with other brothers and being vulnerable, and, and maybe it was the exhaustion, but man, that that made my eyes sweaty uh, and a heartbeat because I have a heart for these men, and uh, I just wanted to give. A shout out to to my boys and encourage anyone else um, across the nation to come out to Grow Ruck St. Louis uh, coming up. Highly, highly encourage you all to get a feel for what's happening in our region. Appreciate it, C Span. Have a good one. How good is that? First of all, we give him we get we we'll cut him some slack because he just worked out for twenty four straight hours. Yeah, we'll give him a pass there. You give you a pass. That sounds. I mean, it's incredible, and I love the heart of this. I love the heart of of finding ways to meet these guys where they're at and put something in front of them that they can unite around and go accomplish. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, you can hear the exhaustion in that man's voice. Yep. But more so, the love. Yeah, that's right. That's coming, pouring through the microphone there about what they were able to do as a region, trying to raise some money for guys that that may not be able to to yep. swing the you know the registration stuff for. Um, for upcoming grow ruck in their region yep. in July. I mean, it's just, it's very uh, reassuring. I'll put it that way. That's very right. reassuring right. to hear guys like that call in and share these stories with us. I just, I absolutely love it. All right. We got two more. We're going to play back to back to get to, we're going to go out to gold rush and hear from Bartman. He's got an update about a new AO that's popping up and dude, cousin Eddie, we got cousin Eddie on the line. He's got a cool update about something he kind of saw from a feather hoot, the hoot, the hoot galoot. <laughs> All right, so we're going out to California. We're coming back to the foothills of North Carolina. Stand by. COT Podcast. This is Gold Rush Bartman giving shout-outs to Bandwagon for leading 41 other packs at F3 Folsom. Gold Rush is going to be expanding and launching to a sister region. No, brother region. Brother region. Let me launch to brother region, F3 Folsom. So it's going to be awesome. Tell people about it. Uh, anyone in the California area, if you know people in Folsom, get them out to F3. Thanks for listening. I'm out. Brian, Jamie, this is Cousin Eddie coming at you from Foothills of North Carolina. And I'm actually calling to brag on your home region, Carpex. Our little buddy Peach has moved over uh, to your neck of the woods and... I just heard about this. You may have to verify this story, but apparently he had some issues uh, with his movers, getting stuff moved into his house. They had to leave. I don't know. Something happened. But I don't know how Peach has reached out. Maybe I'm just guessing on Slack to uh, his new pals over at Carpex. And rumor is y'all had like 15 guys that came over and, and helped the, the Peach and Miss Peach and little peach fuzz move into the new house man that is awesome so tip of the hat to the uh sun blotters over there down east and um good job see you soon y'all don't make a habit of this when your kinfolk like hoot is to me and jamie you can use first names like that. first okay. names i love it 
Yeah. And uh, what's funny is Peaches and I started chatting, I think it was on Twitter. I didn't think it was Slack before the move and they were landing and I was trying to make sure he was had a soft landing zone here and set up for success. And then they had, like he said, they had some shenanigans kind of go sideways with the mm. movers and the timing and the days and the nights or whatever. And put out, man's brand new to the region, put out a message on Slack, say, hey, if anybody's available, I could I could use some help, right? And like he said, small platoon descended on there. Yep. We had, evidently, we had Parker taking apart a refrigerator I door believe, by door and shelf by shelf to fit it through Someone <laughs> took the apart kitchen. a refrigerator to bring it in the kitchen. There's about two guys, I would guess, and he's 1A on that list. Yeah. yeah. Guys, I would guess. Yeah. And so that's that's what we do. That's I mean, awesome. that's that's what regions all over this great nation of ours are doing when brothers yep. in need. So thank you for the call. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, he man. Claps to all those guys in the region that. Were yeah, excited to have peaches on, on the ground here, dude. I don't want this fun to end. It doesn't have to. Well, we can't stay on here forever. That's true. As much as I'd like to, why don't we let these guys get get about their week and get things going here? Uh, I know you've got a quote worth rapido to drop on us i do i got i got several in the hopper i'm anxious to get out I just have to be patient grasshopper yep but last week we started on william arthur ward um and if you if you recall from last week it was believe a true friend knows your weaknesses but shows you your strengths feels mm-hmm. your fears but fortifies mm-hmm. your faith etc go back and listen to that show if you haven't already it's a great one um so we're going to continue on with him so spoiler alert william arthur ward but a lot of his quotes, as I mentioned last week, they are they are speaking to me right now in, in all of um, things that I'm talking about with the shield lock, that I'm talking about with whetstone, what I'm talking about um, just in general, F3 um, lore, if you will, F3 life, F3 perspective. So here's another one for you guys. The adventure of life is to learn. The purpose of life is to grow. The nature of life is to change. The challenge of life is to overcome. The essence of life is to care. The opportunity of life is to serve. The secret of life is to dare. The spice of life is to befriend. The beauty of life is to give. Mm-hmm. The man's just a quote machine. So there you could is. have made, you could have broken that one down into like five, mm-hmm. um, but that was one. So I like it. I like it a lot. I like the theme you got rolling here as well, too, my friend. Well, to keep it consistent, there's a couple mm-hmm. I've seen this week that I've put in my my holster for future shows. So we may mix it up a little bit, but. We might, we might have to, uh, I mean, you just continue, you continue to find ones that speak to what we're talking about. And there's so many underlying currents that kind of wrap back to, to what we do here. You know, what yeah. is it you say you do here? What is all the different things, you, you know, and, and there's a lot of, you know, living third, there's a lot of putting other people first in, in much of that, in much of what we're hearing. I love every second of it, my brother. Mm-hmm. All right, man, here's what we're going to do. Okay. You're going to go out there, have a great rest of your week. That's true. I'm going to go out there, have a great rest of my week. These guys can go out there, have a great rest of their week. I'm going to see you tomorrow morning because we're going to be throwing a sandbag around, which should be a marvelous time. Yeah, it's going to be right. good, good whooping in the morning. And then we're going to do this. We're going to roll the show out today with a Q point we're going to drop on you. So Short Circuit's going to take you out talking about Q1.9 Mammon. And in the meantime, if another man hasn't told you this today, we love you. The nation mm-hmm. loves you. Get out there. Get after it. Here's Short Circuit and Mammon, and we gotta go. Hey, F3Packs, this is Short Circuit, part of the QSource Shared Leadership Team, here to bring you your QSource update for the week. This week, we're talking Q.1.9, Mammon, which is defined as the sustaining relationship between a man and his work. Despite our tendency to get lost in it, Mammon, that is our job, is not our most important relationship. And make no mistake, it is a relationship. 
How we relate to mammon can mean the difference between concentric rhythm and committing relational malpractice. As you go about your week meditating on this cue point, here are a few things to think about. First, work is a virtue. While a life of luxury and ease sounds nice, man was built for work. Without work, we dwindle into men of lesser impact. In order for a man to be in proper personal alignment, he needs work. Second, mammon is a relationship, not a pursuit. Relationships don't have to mean the way in which two people are connected, but rather two things. In this sense, we're talking about the way in which we, as men, connect with work. As such, we have to keep this in mind as we tender the flames of our work to ensure we don't commit relational malpractice. Last, mammon is a man's least important relationship doesn't matter what you do, if you have a family at home, they are far more important than your work will ever be. When Mammon takes the forefront of our relationships, those relationships with our M, Shorties, Shieldlock, and Whetstone will quickly deteriorate, leaving those depending on us struggling to make sense of our absence. As always, if you're looking for more content, check out all the Q-Source material on the F3 Nation website at www.f3nation.com forward slash Q. You can also get in touch with us on Twitter at at F3QSource or on the F3 Nation's Q-Source channel. Until next week, this is Short Circuit, out. This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation and follow our show at F3 COT Podcast. I'm Brian Jodis, 39. Hello, Kitty. And I'm Jamie Roseborough, 37. Rapido. And this has been the COT Podcast.